I'm about to take this podcast to the next level. Welcome to One Day Contract, the Panthers talk show where each week we're joined by a new personality who we've signed to a one-day contract to join the show. Even better for us, doesn't pay a cent except for the warm, fuzzy feeling that maybe you've made three new best friends. One Day Contract is a proud part of the Riot Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Be sure to check out some of our network mates, Keep Pound Den, the Roaring Riot Podcast, or It Is What It Is, for even more great talk about your favorite team. Even better, follow the Riot Network on Twitter at the Riot Network. Yeah, sorry, can't talk. At the, this is what happens when I have a beer for lunch. Is that where you're just your fingers just fall off the keyboard? <laughs> Fuck it, we'll do it live. <laughs> oh lord! And there it goes. This is already falling apart. Oh well. <laughs> My name is Nikki Wolf. Alongside of me, as always. Colin Hoggard, who decided to show up for work today. Hey! Cheers, Colin. Cheers, Cheers. to you. Columnist right, and contributor for Thank the you. Riot Report, raconteur or racketeer, Rock-a-tour. someone who has a surprisingly large collection of fine rosé bottles. We need to talk about that. Josh Klein, managing editor for the Riot Report, co-host of It Is What It Is, and just recently was accused of being hungover by a professional football player. It's true. It was embarrassing. Man, that could mm-hmm. have been read really differently, was it too, by what? the way. Was it accurate? Uh, it was. Well, okay. Yeah, fair. <laughs> Called out and signed to the one-day contract today, Mr. Jeremy Igo, MFCEO hey. of Carolina Huddle, huge fan of pie, definitely not overcompensating for anything with the size of his camera lens. And if you haven't heard, he's vegan. He's probably told you that. Do you do CrossFit too? I do not do CrossFit. No. Okay. Usually those those go. I together. am vegan. Uh, I am a, ve- a vegan for health reasons. I'm not a uh, militant vegan who will on your case for wearing uh, leather shoes. So there we are. What about a leather cap or pants? I don't know. Some people can pull that off. I can't, personally. No? No, 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 no. <laughs> I feel like far I've worn sweaty, some... Far too sweaty for that. Are you a sweaty person? Well, if you wear s- leather pants, you're going to be a sweaty person. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. That. Are you as sweaty as Josh? No. No, yeah. Josh sweats quite a bit. It's Im- it's legitimately if embarrassing. If you sweat like Josh, what's the point of being vegan? <laughs> Did I hear I'm not being paid for this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. The secret came out. Am yeah, I, once we start recording. I'm not pay, being paid for this right now. Yeah, that's, you're being paid correct. with How many you've... beers am I allowed to drink? Then I need to make this worth my time. Many as you got in your, many as you can All get right, in your gullet. Buddy, here we go. It's going to get interesting, folks. Every, yep. Stay tuned. Everybody, uh, hang on. <laughs> gotta, I love it. We've got Buckle your safety belts, Facebook minutes. Live. Yeah. Did you like the intro song? Did you like the choice? I liked it, although I thought four other Creed songs were the same song. Well, so. you know, I based my life basically on Creed, so I thought maybe, you know, it might be appropriate to Well, we're play explaining that. things yeah. now. <laughs> well, you do. You live your, I mean, you live your life with arms wide open. I think yeah. we can all, all agree with that. <laughs> yeah. Right? Well, Is it yeah. arms wide open or eyes wide open? Arms, arms wide, wide open. open. As yeah. I started saying it, I was like, yeah. wait, what? Yeah. I think w- so. With arms wide open. I mean, I just love inspirational semi-Christian Under. rock. Is it my thing? How semi-Christian is it? Like, is it like semi-Christian? Like, what percentage Christian is it? Seventy-five. Oh, that's a lot. Oh, that's oh yeah. That's mostly Christian. Oh yeah, it's all has Christian. Not that it's a bad thing. Uh, It it has a lot of Christian undertones to all the songs. Really? All the songs. That's what Creed's known for. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, what percentage is Nickelback? (laughs) Nickelback (laughs) is the opposite of that. It would be just the worst absolute. 100% 100% terrible. Worship. That's yeah. that's what it is. If we're going to talk Nickelback, yeah. I do like how in the, at a certain point in Nickel, all Nickelback songs, they have like the second or third chorus where everything drops out, but him and like a little distorted guitar, and then it all comes flying yeah. back like, look at this photograph. Yeah. That's like just drops all out <laughs> for just, you hear a little bit of that singing. And he married Avril Lavigne, didn't he? What? So he's doing well. Complicated. Yeah. I did not know that. It's not a skater boy. Yeah, I'll tell no. you that. You know she did I, not see him later, boy. Nikki, you, you know what I love about this Panthers podcast oh, is that geez, I thought, I thought when when I said Nickelback and then Josh used that, he was going to segue into like Captain Munnerland or something. But no, oh, he went no. deeper. He no. went deeper. Yeah, no, I do not. I don't have the ability. Segways are not my forte. Mm-hmm. But if you want to talk about the 2003 Carolina basketball team, I'm ready. It's got Joe Forte on it because I said oh. Forte earlier. Mm-hmm. And that's also a segue into our next topic. 
Excellent. All, all Carolina I, basketball. All I had was Matt Forte <laughs> in my head. I was like, oh, I don't know yeah, where you're going with that. Sense. So people are fast-forwarding now looking for the football content. I yeah, this, this is point. like the Mark Marin podcast where yeah. everybody just fast-forwards through the <clears throat> through until the interview topic, right. except they don't do that. They don't ever right. get to the interesting part. It's like the 10 minutes of Rogan commercials before <laughs> his show starts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, if you fast-forward, then you miss – my super important question. No, no, nobody wants to miss are, that. Are we ready for this? All right, hit it, hit it. Crop tops on men, ever acceptable? Oh my! Can you define crop top? I'm sorry, I'm not familiar. Yeah. You, this means you own a crop top. Crop tops, raindrops. No, I, I, I would like some <laughs> clarification. <laughs> that's that's as well. that's I'm with Jeremy on this. I need some clarification. I'm an old, like I'm an old guy. Are, are these sleeves crop tops? Oh, we're talking attire. We're talking clothing. Yeah. We're talking uh, the midriff. Yes. There you go. I'm sorry. I did oh, not so realize wait, I had so, to describe oh, it that So way. I was confused. Like, I thought a crop top well, was yeah. cropped the Kyle here, Love, not here. Like, the Kyle Love. Are we speaking specifically of the Kyle Love, the belly out? Yeah. yeah. Crop top look? Now that everyone's posting pictures of themselves rocking that look, I don't know if you've seen the FNZ page lately. Oh, yeah. No, it's... You can't unsee that, by the way. No, it's you, you true. You can't. You uh, can't. For me, personally, it just reminded me so much of Tracy Jordan on... Um, <laughs> on 30 Rock where he would just constantly be here comes the fun cooker and he would just pull up his belly <laughs> right right um, right that's I, all I can think about here's what I'm going to say about the about the crop top is what we're calling it raindrops um, <laughs> I want to see either spectrum right I don't want to see something in the middle for instance me I don't have a six pack I don't have a belly I'm just sort of there mm. right I want to see either a six pack or a huge gut either way it's fine I don't want to see just normal Joe like what, what are you doing buddy you don't have anything to show off at all and I, I really think Perhaps the most important part is, do you have a nice belly button? And I think you have to know who you are. <laughs> you got to know. You got to know. Yeah. Like if you if it if it looks like a black hole, maybe this isn't maybe this isn't you know the, the look for you. Yeah. I'm just saying, you just make choices. Just be <laughs> honest. Find someone that will be honest with mm-hmm. you. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it, it is true. I I agree with Jeremy though. There's a point where you're like kind of in the like you're in right. between sizes right. where it's like you're not quite like a cool jolly fat guy and you're right. also not a skinny good looking guy you're right. just kind of josh klein and <laughs> nobody wants to see this thing come out no one wants to see more of josh klein i think is what we're all agreeing <laughs> no, to I think, right now yes that i actually have it too that's the next roaring riot t-shirt that comes out <laughs> nobody wants to see more of it's josh gonna have klein. the one little bit of hair and <laughs> hey you know what i get sweaty <laughs> and i lose my my he knew what I was talking about instantly. You yeah. saw the recognition. I Yeah, I did. I knew exactly what you were talking I don't even have a real good comeback. It happens sometimes <laughs> to the best of us. How about those Panthers, huh? Yes. Here we and, go. And Love there's oh. a segue right there. Yeah. See Latelu. We got to talk about it. Injury. He's injured? <laughs> what? Oh, maybe, maybe you've heard. I, what, what now? Okay. As everyone's heart broke at the same time on Twitter, <laughs> I believe. Well, I thought this is this is a weird phenomenon that happens sometimes with fans, where it's like everyone seemed to have a similar opinion of Amini Silatolu uh, before he got hurt, and then he gets hurt, and it's like another. It's it's like he gets his stock elevated because he is now hurt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, yeah. I I agree with you. I think that every everybody wanted someone to beat Silatolu out for that left guard spot. And now that he's hurt and can't play, everybody's like, well, what are we going to do? And, and I look at Rivera in this situation. I think Rivera is pretty honest when it comes to depth charts stuff. But I think this really was an open competition. And so who do you put at the top? You put the, you put the oldest guy. You put the elder statesman. And that in this spot is Silatolu. And you say, hey, you can go get the old guy's job. But as far as I'm concerned, I'm rolling with the vet and make these young guys hungry and try and go get it. And yeah. I think that was the scenario anyways. And, I mean, it, you're, you're concerned certainly about the, the totality and the number of injuries at this point. But as an individual injury, um, the reaction has been a, a, a tad excessive, which happens from time to time. I just find it ironic that it was, uh, it was a meanie that was hurt that gave rise to Norwell, right? Undrafted uh-huh. free agent. Now a meanie's hurt. We have an undrafted free agent replacing him. So it's kind of interesting. Do you think that Brendan Mann is going to actually start week one? I have no idea. I hope not. Yeah. I hope not because Andrew Norwell was not ready to start week one either. It yeah. took him well, week 10, week 12 before the coaches would even activate him. Mm-hmm. So I hope not. I, ho- I hope there's some plans in the making. I hope there's phone calls being made once cuts are made. Um, I don't want to see an undrafted rookie start at that position with Cam Newton at quarterback, please. No. Or do you think that the answer is on the roster? He's no. just playing center right now. I don't now. think it is. I really don't think it is. You I don't, don't think, think it's Tyler Larson? I don't. No. 
Oh. He, has, he hasn't taken many reps at, at, at No, he hasn't. hasn't at all. I think he's yeah. taken most of his reps at center. Right. But right. they he's going to so he's going to start tomorrow night at right. center. Right. And that's why he couldn't take any of the reps when Amini was gone. I don't know. I just hope they find someone. I don't want to see an undrafted rookie out there. <laughs> I think what, I think what you're saying it makes sense, Josh, that it is, you know, that that is a possibility, but it also isn't, you know, isn't surefire. You know, like because yes, it makes sense why he's not getting those at left guard because, you know, with Khalil and trying to be, you know, treat the, the, the general gingerly at this yeah. point. Well, I, I just – I think that the offensive line depth was not a strength for the Panthers this heading year? into the Last season. year? The year yeah. before? Yeah. The year before then? <laughs> I think in, in like, 03 it was a strength, it was, right? It was good when Jordan Gross yeah. and uh, Travell Wharton were playing. Sure. Line. Yeah. Who Since? else was on that line? Should we play Panthers uh, – Way back trivia. Oh, I don't gosh. have a. Khalil I'm not good at it. this. <laughs> Khalil was two, the 2003 line. Yeah. No, Khalil was not on the 2003. No, I'm not talking. Line. No, I'm talking oh, later. Gross. Wharton was on the 2003 line. Wharton came later. Yeah. yeah. Gross was on the. Gross. Gross. Was his, uh, uh, what's his name? That's Stussy. The, what's was his name? Stussy? That's a common commentator for the Panthers now. Uh, Kevin Donnelly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah All right. Know. This is fun for literally nobody, but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm enjoying myself. I'm not participating because I'm still not sure what you were naming. All right, Sorry. so so back to uh, left guard. Yeah, I hope they find someone. I hope that I mean, one would think that someone will be found on the waiver wire. And this, or not just on the waiver wire, but this is one of those times where maybe you see the seventh rounder flipped. You know, so that right you get the you get the guy get before someone he gets with, a, with a start one starting game experience. In the NFL would be nice. Yeah, they they keep going into the season <clears throat> with these position groups that have no starts and no catches. Tight end group behind Olsen is just like donuts. Yeah. It's just they makes me go nuts. Oh, I like that. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, kind of came out of nowhere, but I like yeah. it. <laughs> Beautiful. So, so as as the as the guys that have been going to camp, so you don't think Thomas is ready for what? Well, like what level do you think you're you're comfortable with expe- expectations for him? I I ex- I think that Thomas has looked very good in training camp, and I am intrigued to see what he looks like playing against a real team in real pads where people can put him on the ground and can mess with him when he's coming off the line of scrimmage. You know, it's real easy to look smooth when they can't press you. Right. And when they can't, when they're, you're not scared to go up high in the middle of the field because nobody's going to touch you. But once they, once he gets out there and, you know, the Bills put a couple hits on him, I'm intrigued to see what he looks like. And you just never know. Like, we don't even know from his college tape because he doesn't yeah. have a ton of it out there. I could tell you this. Okay, so the Panthers have had at least 15 – Rookie tight ends over the last five years, something like that. I mean, they've had a lot of rookie tight. Mm-hmm. This guy's the only one that looks like he can play. The rest have not. Yeah, that's so. That gives me hope. Like he legitimately looks like he belongs in the NFL. He's the first one since I can remember that looks like he belongs there. So that gives me hope right there. Whether it works out or not, I don't know. I think that's a good start. I'm ready to see. Yeah, I, I'm also excited to see it. I think he's going to be somebody that. Just like, I feel like, just like Curtis Samuel, just like DJ Moore, he's going to be one of those that has a, a few plays this season where you kind of see what he can be in two or three years. But I don't th- I mean, he's not going to be Greg Olson. He's a rookie tight end. Like, right. Well, uh, yeah, but you were talking about a, you know, tight end, a second tight end. That's, sure. I mean, that's a little bit different, hopefully. Do you think that he would be getting these tight end two snaps if Manhurts was healthy? No. Because I don't. No. Yeah. So. He wouldn't. I, I think that he <clears throat> In fact, is, didn't Rivera, his first thing was – when he was asked about the tight ends, he was like, oh, we're going to get Manhurts back. Everything's going to be great. Mm-hmm. He didn't even mention Thomas. So, yeah. I don't yeah. know. I, I, and But with Manhurts, it's scary because, you know, they think it's going to go right up until week one, whether he's going to be ready to come back. And then if he's not, are you? do you want to throw a guy out there who's already pretty raw as your tight end too, which they do, they ask a lot of them with no training camp, no preseason, no reps right. like that. Or do you see them go do a, a, a different adjustment and go to more two running backs? Let's say maybe I think you, I think you would you would rather have Anderson and CMC out there than have any of the other tight ends we're about to fill in. Or CMC and Alex Arma, maybe. I mean, could be. Jeremy, I feel like I teed up this Alex Arma for you to talk I'm for tired the next of having three my, and a half minutes. Uh, I'm tired of being hurt, but I'm tired. <laughs> every every year I hope for a fullback to really take spotlight and it never happens so i'm just hurt i'm devastated can we play more creed usually, <laughs> but what about what about my spirits what about lorenzo neal as a, as a low neal see that's what we need buddy right but and, and, and no but, one wanted him everything he kept going around the league no one all he did was create 
Hall of Fame running backs. And who used him though? Norv Turner. Norv Turner, yeah. So and and we've so, already so I'm seen. I'm trying to keep your hope yeah, flame flickering. Yeah, is what Arma I'm Arma has been okay compared to this time last year. Arma's well, my, uh, my participation line, in practice is up one thousand percent. Yeah, that's a yeah. So that gives me hope. Yeah, well, last year he literally was not on the. He did like, nothing. He, no, he was not even on the field. Everything. Like yeah. it was crazy. Yeah. They, yeah. So now he's in there for everything. He's in the mix with, with everything. No, so he's in great. the mix. He's in the mix. Let's just leave it at that. Special teams too, which is yeah, sorry. which is how you make the team yeah, and how you get playing you time. Team. It's mm-hmm. true. It is. <laughs> it's true. Damn true. Yeah. Science. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's science. Kelvin Benjamin, the Who? quote heard around <laughs> the Carolinas. Maybe you've heard of him. Mm. Wear crop tops. This guy. He he would wear a crop top. Mm. Yeah, actually, yeah, I think I think that. I think that Photo Rain, exists. Raindrops. Nice raindrops. <laughs> he didn't tops. do it on purpose, though. I just don't think the shirt fit him. So no. here we go. Then it became a crop top. I won't read the quote. We've all heard <clears throat> it by now. Yep. But basically, he should never went to Carolina, and with any other quarterback, he would have had more success. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. How many teams had a chance to draft Kelvin Benjamin before the Carolina Panthers 30. took him? Well, he ran his 29. Well, he ran his forty slow on purpose so that he would get drafted by Carolina. Um, he also. Uh, was so excited to be drafted by Carolina. Loved Cam Newton, and now all of a sudden he doesn't. My my big my biggest nitpick with this entire situation is why would you name Eli Manning as one of your three accurate <laughs> quarterbacks? Like it doesn't make any sense. Because in his head, when someone like jokes and says, "Is Eli Manning elite?" He says, "Yes." Yeah, it's yes. like it just doesn't make any sense. It's like. If you were like, "Hey, put me out with one of them good, one of them good bands like the Rolling Stones or Led Zeppelin or Creed, and I'm going to crush it," it's ridiculous. Okay, so I think the I think okay, <laughs> I have my own opinion on this. Uh, okay, I like Kelvin. that's why we signed you to a one. I like contract. Kelvin. Yes. I I've had conversations with Kelvin. I think he's a good guy. All right, and I'll just start out with that. Um, I don't think this has a lot to do with football. I really don't. Something happened between Cam and Kelvin that we don't know about. We'll never know about. They were the tightest two football players I'd ever seen in my life. We, me and Bill used to just watch them at practice and be like, they can't stay away from each other. They were best friends. And for, to go from that to kind of stabbing him in the back, something happened there personally. And we'll never know what that is. Mm-hmm. I don't think it has anything to do with football. I think Kelvin got, <laughs> got into a place where I'm just going to throw lobs from grenades at Cam. You know, maybe he wasn't invited to the workouts. Maybe he didn't come to the kickball tourney. Like, something happened there where, you know, it was a friendship falling out. And I don't expect the football talk to make sense. Kelvin, Kelvin's Kelvin. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he was never real accurate with things he said. But I, I just feel sorry for him. I think Kelvin has issues with awareness, self-awareness. I think he has issues with accepting blame for his own shortcomings. Um, but you know what? I did too at 25, 26. Can't blame him. I was an idiot. Mm-hmm. Like, so... My thing is, I, I just hope Kelvin kind of grows as a person. Like, uh, one day he'll wake up and, and say, you know what? Maybe I fucked up. Maybe it was all me. And I, I suspect that's going to come. It, it tends to. But uh, I like Kelvin. I don't, I don't want to kind of just pile on him. But uh, the things he said, I think, had more personal overtones to it than professional well, to me. It sounded like one of those things where if you go through, like, a bad breakup or you got dumped. <clears throat> right, exactly. And then you just start exactly. saying all these things, like, right. I don't know if you're making yourself feel better, if you're right. trying to feel more relevant after it, but it, no, the whole those thing. Were just, those were just emotional grenades being thrown yeah. mm-hmm. and just pow. And then us as as onlookers, we look at it and we think, oh, it's all about football. And no, it's not about football. Yeah. It's not about football at all. It's It's about what these two guys, whatever their history is, all I know is they used to be tight and inseparable, and now they're lobbing grenades. Something happened there. I mean, you, e- even if, even if, you know, even if it was true, even if, if if Cam was a terrible quarterback, if you were friends, you would never go to the media and say, "Yeah, he's, he's no good." Right. So something there is 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 off. What and do you I, think of Cam's response on Cam, Instagram? High road, perfect. Exactly. Cam rookie Cam would not have done that. Yes. So maturity there, it it shows me that Kelvin still is where he was as a rookie. It tells me Cam has progressed, and he's well. He's a dad now. You know, he's he's got different life experiences that we all have, um, and so he's he's grown as a person. He doesn't need to respond to that sort of thing. Kelvin has some growing to do, and that's not a bad thing. Kelvin uh, will remain to be Kelvin, and when he's ready to make that next step, he will. But you know, I I just don't want to place judgment or blame on anything that's going on. I just think something happened there as a falling out. 
don't know what it was. Don't really care what it was. It just you know, but it's it's fun, juicy sort of talk. Yeah, no, I mean it's it's preseason fluff more than anything else. Oh, uh, you in know, the, like if this, uh, are we going to be still talking about this in a week? No, mm-hmm. as soon as we can see them in their uniforms and right. we have Kevon Seymour versus Dante Jackson right. battles to talk right. about. Right. That's what's going to get talked right. about. But right now, before any of the games get played, it's when it's training camp, when the biggest story is how hot it is and whether right. they're serving white bean jelly in the cafeteria. Right. Ooh, are they? No. No, we didn't get to eat this year. Uh, yeah, and it's sort of <laughs> – so what we're seeing here is entertainment, the entertainment aspect of the NFL. We just want to be entertained. Right. And, and there's nothing more entertaining than some drama between two high-profile players, right, especially they have a history together. So it's, it's just sort of people are intrigued by it. People, for the same reason they watch reality television. It's just something more interesting than their own lives. And, uh, you know, I'm guilty for it. I'll, I'll watch it, and I'll, I'll think it's cool, and I'd like to be interested in, in seeing what happened. But I just think ultimately it's just two guys have a history together. Something happened. They'll know what it is. I, I think that's the root of all of it. And I think it would be very difficult for a, quote, unquote, number one wide receiver to get injured have the team go 15 and 1 and then never experience the oh, same. Oh, that's going to be, yeah. yeah like that, that's it, a lot of humble pie right there. And the mental mm-hmm. gymnastics you may have to do to try and justify that, right. especially as you said, as a young guy when you're not, not yet ready to accept some right. of the right, responsibilities. Right. And showing up to, to training camp or to OTAs overweight every year, you know, NFL is a, a year round. It's your profession. He got right? really defensive about that on Twitter sure with did. some people talking about, well, it's OTAs. There's no written rule. But, I mean, right. I don't care what written rule there is. You can't show up to OTAs right. looking like Whoopi no. Goldberg and not like you have the to stay number in shape. one receiver is, for the team. It's your full-time job. Yes. You stay in shape year-round. I mean, everyone does. I mean, everyone yeah. knows that. No, it's true. Except Kyle Love. But <laughs> let's – Kyle Love stays in a shape. It's I just love, round. Yeah, I love Kyle Love for that. I mean, he's No one would be prouder of those pictures than Kyle Love. Yeah, That's he's true. he, he loves those pictures. I mean, he was not wearing his shirt up like that he because he like, yeah, of course he wasn't doing it because he like it got caught up and pulled up. There. Like, he pulled it up it? on. You just want to take a finger and a like. I just want to hear the sound like a melon, like a ripe melon at the. It feels yeah, like, like I hear that. The, the vibration that comes back. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> like things that are acceptable to do to cow love that are not acceptable to <laughs> to pregnant women. Yeah. <laughs> it's like on The Simpsons when you like, it's a fat test. We'll see how yeah. long it takes for the belly to stop moving. <laughs> Boom! Look at Boom. that butterfly. <laughs> no, it's tight though. That belly looks tight. Oh yeah. I bet you could bounce a quarter off that mf'er. I would literally give you hundreds of dollars to bounce a quarter off of Kyle Love's belly. Well, we'll talk about that later. Buddy. Well, and just to be clear, that that is I one, need the money, so. one hundreds of dollars. So, <laughs> yeah. And Still. Kevin, Kevin has to get it on video. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I think we need that. In slow motion. In Boy. slow motion. Yeah. Boy. Or that's what Boomerang was made for, I believe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Such, moments, oh, yeah. Point. such moments as this. Point. Let's talk rookies. We've talked about DJ Moore a lot, obviously. So... Who? <laughs> who that? That's my Every- joke the entire episode. Who? That's all I'm going to do. That's yeah. why we have you here. Yeah. yeah. Solid jokes. Got jokes. Marquise Haynes. What can we expect from him? What do you guys see what in the training What position does he camp? play? All of them. Yeah. Uh, he's the joker. Uh, <laughs> Jeremy, you and I were watching those one-on-one mm-hmm. drills, mm-hmm. and Marquise Haynes was really – that was like the best case scenario for him are those one-on-one drills because he's so fast. He's so like – I don't want to say lightning quick because I feel like that's the phrase that everybody always uses, mm-hmm. but he he is. When he accelerates and tries to get mm-hmm. that change of direction, there's a reason why he set mm-hmm. that set the college record for sacks. Right. He is he's he's the creed of defensive linemen. Oh no. What how is this gonna go? I have no idea. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, th- I thought you had <laughs> a again. Shout out to Creed. Yes. Yeah. Um, shout out to Scott Scott Stapp. I know you're listening. You know what? I so okay. I've 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 attended OTAs and, and camp and that stuff for over, God, I don't even want to say how long. I can remember Herney's undersized defensive lineman guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eric Norwood. Norwood, for a good example. These guys would come into OTAs and camp, and they wouldn't be able to do the drills. They wouldn't be able to push up you know, on some of the things that they required. They just couldn't do them physically because they're so, so little. That's not him. Uh, he's he's a strong dude, mm-hmm. and I think. You know, I was when I saw Herney drafted him. I was like, "Here we go, another Norwood. I'm not going to be able to push up the pads like he's he's got to in camp. Won't last two seasons. I don't know. He seems a lot stronger than he than he he is on paper. Yeah, traded um, up to go get him too. Yeah, traded up to go get him. So I'm actually kind of excited. I'm I'm hesitant because Herney's hurt me. All right, <laughs> he's hurt me. He's hurt me. Look at camera over here. He's hurt me. <laughs> right down Main you Street, Herney. 
hurt me <laughs> personally. And uh, you know, I'm willing to give him a second chance now. If oh. this if this works out, it'll make up for it, buddy. So you're so wait. So all the years of hurt are dependent on whether Marquise Haynes works yeah, out as a fourth round pick. All, listen, if he can knock this, th- we need this draft class <laughs> so bad. It's true. So yeah. bad. If we can get four starters or four people to contribute out of this class, it's huge. Yeah. It's huge. And when the draft class happened, I thought, undersized corner, undersized defensive end, what are we doing? You know, I was kind of panicking. Mm-hmm. The guys looked better than I thought they would in camp. I can say that much. So I'm willing to, you know, Herney, if, if you can knock it out of the park with this draft, buddy, we're good. Oh I'll, man, I'll be singing your praises. Speaking of Herney, he's one. Of, he's the guy that comes out looking best out of the Kelvin Benjamin saga. Oh yeah, by oh, the, way. Sure. Like the oh, fact yeah. that they were able that he was able to yeah. get something for him, a third and a seventh. Yeah. That's not that's not chump change. No. That's a real. That's a win. That's yeah. A dub. Well, you look at the moves, the trades that Herney has made since he's gotten here. The trades have all kind of worked out mm-hmm. famously. Mm-hmm. No matter what you think of Torrey Smith as a player, I mean. Daryl had his issues, and then for him to be released within a month of being traded, uh, they traded um, Kalen Clay for Kevon Seymour, and then right. immediately re-signed Kalen Clay when right. he was cut. So it's like well, well, they just Herney traded always nothing. Did, Herney always is good with trades. He was fine with trades with a drafting that was horrible. Highly tailored. So I mean, Greg Olson. So yeah. he, he's he's done well with trades in the past. I'm not worried about Herney in that. I'm, I'm worried about Herney with drafting and with long-term contracts for older players. That was my two things. That DeLone contract killed me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Everyone knew it at the time. Like, he just threw how many picks against Cardinals, and we're giving him how many years and how much money? It's ridiculous. So things like that is what concerns me. And, and having D'Angelo and Jonathan on, on the same team making that much money in a run. How much money are you going to type in a run game? Okay. Well, that's great. So things are like that still, Are me. you still convinced that, that that was mostly Herney or all Herney? Herney's job. I mean, the, the loyalty part. The piece loyalty of it. part, but right. it didn't happen under Gettleman. I mean, it, the GM's job didn't is. You know, well, he, he, didn't those, it? Those, yes. and then, those type of contracts, no. Well, yes, they did, except Gettleman's for one not guy. here to except show for, for one it. Guy. So, yes, J, uh, Richardson probably wanted the family kept together. My, my thing is, a good GM would push back a little bit and say, hey, we can't do this. But that's what Dave Gettleman did. And I think Smitty was the one win for him. But who other than, who other than Smitty walked out the door? I mean, Jordan Gross and Smitty were the. Or one, two, bam, bam, right, r- straight away. And after that, guys got re-signed. Yeah, but not to crazy, crazy money that's killing the cap for years and years. The Delum money we were paying long after Delum wasn't even with the team. It was a Bobby Bonilla type situation. Uh, I, 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 I agree with beer. you. Well, it's like <laughs> they're in there, buddy, right behind you. Well, I'm just I'm saying to me, like Go I don't, ahead. I just don't hold Herney, like I don't hold Herney fully responsible for that. And, and your point about the money, well taken. Um, but I, I think there was more things at play there. Yeah. At, well, it definitely was. But to me, a GM should be able to push back on other a little bit and say, well, here's the long-term plan. This is what we're going to do. Can we hear more Creed? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just that, turn it up um, a little bit. Yeah. We'll turn uh, this into a Creed podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to With Arms Wide Open. <laughs> the show where we keep our arms Beautiful. wide open and everyone takes us higher. Mm. I, I, I think... I agree with you. <laughs> but the other thing is, while we're on this tangent, there are older guys that are wanting contracts right now. So that is a real Thomas ish- Davis wants to play another year. Yeah. Do you want Thomas Davis another year? Sh- sure. For the right <laughs> amount of money. Okay. That's, that, that's I, always the question. That's always going to be the question. I, I, don't I think a, Thomas Davis, if Thomas Davis wanted to play for the vet minimum, he can play here for the next five years. Probably. You know what the vet minimum for him is? It's $1.03 million. So he could sign a one-year, $1.03 million contract. And, uh, I mean, that's a pretty yeah. – that sounds pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I like, it's one of those things where we – it's hard to talk about guys and how much money they make and, like, oh, well, oh, imagine if we made that kind of money. But if you, if you have Thomas Davis another year, and I'm not saying you shouldn't, if you have him another year, can you bench Thomas Davis? I don't know. I think, it, I think we're going to see a little preview over the first li- four games. If I'm Thomas, I want to go out on top. I feel like another year, I don't know. But I would not want to bench Thomas Davis. I yeah. think Thomas Davis deserves a statue. I think he should have a statue out there. Everything he's gone through and stuck with the team, drafted and retiring with the same team, ACL surgeries, I mean, hey, that's. I think he needs a statue. But I don't know. I don't want to see him benched. 
I think that would be bad. Yeah. Should he have a statue if he t- plays three more years, one of two of which are coming off the bench as a yeah, fourth sure. linebacker? Sure, 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 sure. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I don't have. I don't, I wouldn't have a problem with that. I don't think he would, especially because one of the things you know you're talking about Haynes as a rookie coming in. Thomas has become a very good pass rushing linebacker mm-hmm. in his career, and now. You know, finally, it feels like when you get guys like Haynes out there that, like Igo says, can actually step out on the field, that NASCAR package actually feels dynamic for the right. first time in how many years? And I know NASCAR t- package is the generic term, but when you get that pass rushing package out there, how many years were you like, right. eh, okay, let's, let's see if this is – and, it, yeah. and it, you know, there right. weren't those dynamic part-time players that Haynes maybe can be. I just – do you – can you envision Ron Rivera benching Thomas Davis for any reason? No. no. Sorry. That, did that come out too fast? I didn't think about <laughs> it. But I think we answer. said it in unison. That's yeah. the answer. Even, even though we saw – man, he got – he really got picked on in some games. Yeah, he did. And, he absolutely and, did. And I, I, granted, Shaq has some proving to do of his own. Mm-hmm. And he'll get these, this first month of the season to hopefully do that and prove that he can be worthy of his first-round pick status. But – Thomas Thomas got picked on, and he was a guy that went from the guy you never, the linebacker you never threw at in coverage, to the guy that was getting targeted. Mm-hmm. So, you, they have to be realistic about who he is, and that doesn't mean he can't contribute. But you, you're right. right; like he, you have to be, you have to be smart. And I about think it. Tepper will have a lot to say about it too. Coming in, he doesn't have any emotional ties to Thomas Davis. That's a really good point. I, I, I will be interested to see how these yeah. off-season negotiations go with these legacy players right. because Tepper you know, wants to win. I can tell you that about mm-hmm. that guy. He, That's does, true. he is not going to be happy yeah. with mediocre. If we have an 8-8, eight 9-7 and eight, nine and seven season this year, it ain't going to be good. No. That guy's going to flip the thing. Well, you know who it, else? We'll do it live. You know who else <laughs> knew that, though? You know who else? Not that they knew who the owner was going to be, but the players knew that, too. And you look at the vets, and that's why, as things were winding down, you had two of your captains pushing to get them so, get their right. You know, get some money locked up because right. the new guy wasn't going to have the lo- the same loyalty. Right. Yeah. Breaking. Sure. Bro, it's not really breaking news, but it happened like an hour ago, so it's not in our show notes. But I would really like to get you guys opinion on the Tyler Larson extension that just happened, like an hour ago. <clears throat> How long was it for? Uh, two years. Yeah. How much? Four money? million, I think. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Right. I yeah. like. Brian Kilial. You can't depend on him to to play, right? Yeah. No, well, you definitely not. So you need a Tyler Larson. That's that's decent money for a backup. Well, it's and fun. for a starting, theoretically, a starting center. Yeah. I, I think that he yeah. is a guy that may be starting but for them. But that line did suffer a great deal when he was in there. Yeah, but, I mean, you're t- from Ryan Khalil or from, from – Ryan Khalil to, yeah. Sure. Larson, it, there was a completely different – Well, yeah, but Ryan Khalil is like a five-time Pro Bowler, one yeah. of the best centers in the NFL to sure. a guy that – Used to be, I, I think he, right. I think he plays better as like the fourth or fifth best guy on an offensive line as mm-hmm. opposed to the centerpiece, which was what Ryan Cleo was. Was Ryan Cleo was the best guy on the Panthers' offensive line for a really long time, and now I think with Tyler Larson, it's not the same thing. I think you're right. That's it. That was. Uh, the, we don't have to talk for very long about it. I don't think yeah. there's very much to say about it. No, uh, it's fine. Yeah, fine with it. Yep. He's it's also a, a very, a very nice it's guy. Good kid. Yeah. Like yeah. It. More Ricky review. Dante Jackson. He says he's the fastest guy on the team. Uh, I mean, I'll buy it. You, you're a big Dante guy, right? I wasn't. I'm turning into a big Dante guy. Yeah. I was skeptical. Okay. Is there something specific that has turned you? Yeah. He's making plays. I, and I think he plays bigger than he is. He's, he reminds, he's the Steve Smith of defensive backs. Oh, Kids out there. That's the the quote that's going to get tweeted out if we do like a. Oh, you know, Jeremy Igo says <laughs> Dante <laughs> Jackson is the so, Steve Smith of defensive backs. <laughs> Steve so, Smith just flipped a table somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Son of a. No, he coming he, back. <laughs> he is physically gifted as far as speed goes, but his edge is he's just tenacious, man. He's yeah. not he's not intimidated by anyone out there. He would go toe to toe with anyone out there. I think if you put him on Kelvin. On Thursday night, he would love it. I was uh, I kid was, has a chip on his shoulder that I I haven't seen since Steve Smith. Yeah. Well, then he's a little guy like Steve Steve was, right? So these guys, the smaller you are in the NFL, the more talented you have to be, and the more aggressive you have to be. So if you see a guy out there that's five, what is he, five nine, mm-hmm. 175 pounds, 180 pounds, something like that, you know that guy can ball because <laughs> he's had to do some stuff in his career that that has got him there. So, th- yeah, the smaller you are at any position in the NFL, and NBA for that reason, 
the better you have to be. So you just for those guys, those little little guys, you just kind of keep an eye on them. Sometimes they have some fire that'll that'll spark something. So I think I think he's good. I think it'd be fun. I want to see him. I want to see him in New Orleans. I want to see him play against New oh, Orleans. Yeah, like if that, great. like that's like if covering if this is who you're gonna, against still in New yeah, Orleans. If this be is going to be your gig, that's you know that that's the, right. the, the, the game where and we that's need why to see he was you. drafted right to cover guys exactly. again. Exactly. Right. So go out there and and, Kamara, and don't embarrass us. Don't embarrass us, Dante. No, as, as far as you, you remember the games, what was it? Julio Jones had, what, 300 receiving yeah. yards or something? And that's, so that's why he was brought in to keep up with the faster receivers. Sure. I, I, I agree with you. I think that they um, – it's interesting. I almost feel like Dante Jackson is one of those guys that they drafted in direct correlation to certain players. Oh, sure. Like, like when they drafted Jackson. Thomas Davis to – Gar to as like a Michael Vick stopper, right? right? That was what his right. that was what he was called when they drafted yeah. him. I think it's the same thing. I think they drafted Dante Jackson to match right. up against Ted Ginn to match up against Deshaun Jackson. Right. Same thing with Golden. Yeah, so you absolutely. Match up with tight ends like yep. the fast athletic tight ends. You know, so they're they're drafting players for an individual purpose, which sounds good. <laughs> kind of would prefer draft really good players who can do lots of things, but you know they know what they're doing. I would assume. Sub sure. packages and we'll just put him in there and, and see how it goes. I don't know. You just mentioned Golden. Let's let's go right into him. Yeah, let's go into Golden. <laughs> let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. collective soul, though. That's mm. not. Uh, <laughs> that's crash test dummies. Oh is yeah. It? Okay. That's um, also a good song. How though. do I know all these things? So he's got a big learning curve ahead of him. I don't think you'll see him much this year. I, I may be in the minority here, but oh, really? I, don't, I don't think you'll see him a whole lot this year. No. I, I think it's interesting. I, I kind of agree with you, but then they keep just throwing him out there in training camp, and it's. Well, yeah, I wonder if that's there's no risk now. Yeah, it's true. There's no risk now, and he can mess up all he wants right now, and it's fine because he's got two vets in front of him that they're not as worried about. Once the game starts, Rivera's not putting that kid out there. He's just not. He's just, he, that's what do we know about Ron Rivera? Does he like to play rookies? Nope. He likes to play one rookie every year. One or like one rookie. So like last year he used McCaffrey right. for everything, right? DJ Moore will be this year. You think it's DJ Moore? I think Green. it's Dante Jackson. I think Dante Jackson is the guy that gets all get that gets the sixty five, seventy percent of the golden, snaps. Though. It's definitely not golden. No, I I, I kind of So he's gone from basically a nickel position to a safety position in the NFL, right? I mean, he played some safety in college, wasn't he? Almost exclusively a, bit, a yeah. nickel, though. Mm-hmm. So he just has a learning curve that I don't think uh, will will uh, help him out, as far as Rivera is concerned. Yeah, no, I I don't know what's going on. A lot of a lot of gesticulating wildly is going on to my left, and it's Whoa. you're distracting <laughs> oh, me. I can't wow. do this. I can't do these hot ta- hot golden takes while you're. Uh, I feel like when you're just doing that <laughs> song is the worst oh, Creed song no. to sing, though. Like, if you're going to sing a Creed song, yeah. like, let's hear the... Yeah. He yeah. loves that song. He's been singing it since Friday at FanFest. That's true. That's we had a really long debate about what the intro song was going to be, and uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, was what, that was what we came up with. So congrats to all of the listeners. <laughs> you're, the, you're the real winners in all of this. It's true. <laughs> they get to hear it. They get to hear it all. Colin, what do you think of Golden? What was he going to do, buddy? You think Rivera is going to play this kid at all? Well, I, I was optimistic. I was, but I mean, you know, you're you're down there at camp. I'm not down there at camp. So, as, me, as I mean, a, he no, he I mean, shows competency well, sometimes. He shows he makes mistakes that you'd expect a guy like him to. I don't see that transferring over the regular season. Yeah, no. I think you'll see him on special teams. I don't think you'll see him on the field unless someone gets injured. I think I feel like. But in for the past, what was it a third pound, third round pick? Yeah. So fine. Yeah, third no, round pick should not be starting in the NFL. You should. No, sit. I, I think fine. that when w- sometimes we can get so carried away with these rookies because they're new, they're exciting, right. and you're like, I want to see them all play. I want to see mm-hmm. Jermaine Carter getting run with the first. It's like these guys are not. They need to be in there with Luke. Yeah, I want to see him in the crop top. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he got a first team rep yeah. the other day at Buffalo Nickel. He's replacing Shaq. It's not going to happen. Like these guys are are going to grow into bigger roles. Just mm-hmm. like David Mayo wasn't ready when he was a when sure. he was a rookie. Now he's ready to be the top backup at linebacker three right. years into his career. Right. That's that's how these things work. These first and second round guys are ready. I'll, you kind of expect to get contributors from them. And anything else is kind of a a yeah. bonus. I like that I liked it when he flicked off the crowd though in that picture. Oh sure. I mean if he did that in Atlanta, I'm buying his jersey that day. <laughs> yep. If you will flick off the crowd in Atlanta and let me get that photo I will buy your jersey. I will wear it proudly. I'll never wash it. That's a 
couple of caveats there. So he has to do it and I let you get the, get the photo. Yeah, I gotta oh, get the okay. Photo. That's All right. Of, fair enough. Deal. Uh, I yeah. I mean, like twenty people sent all. me that photo when we drafted him, and I was like, yes, I'm on board. Oh yeah, all day. I, I think th- we I all think are. All day. Yeah. yeah the no. last time that happened, the SEC was uh, when we drafted Joe Adams, and everyone fell in love with. Oh, the Joe Adams. The Joe Adams. Remember the return <laughs> against the return Tennessee? Guy, return specialist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was going to be great. He never fumbled. Yeah. No. no never. Not <laughs> once. <laughs> nope. <laughs> that, one right. got a, that one got a laugh out of Kevin behind the camera. That's when you know it's a good joke. When, I remember that. We all yeah, did like yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's what we all did. Like, it's like six-round pick. We're like, yes, this guy is the guy. And then it's like, oh, he did, I cannot believe Kaloa Polares didn't make the team in his second year. Hey, he yeah. had a kick return for a touchdown. I know. He did. That was such a bad example, for, but, but it was the one that jumped 2011, into my head. 2011, seventh round, is people. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, Real quick, have, let's go speed round. And a couple of these guys, Jermaine Carter, special teams, special teams. Yeah, Although I uh, just, just I said it a second ago, he did get some first team reps of the Buffalo Nickel, but everyone I, does. Everyone yeah. does. There, um, I think. Okay, I I can see both the rookie linebackers making the team. Mm-hmm. I really can. Mm-hmm. They the coaches are. I've I've talked to some people. The coaches are high on both. So do not be shocked if both rookie linebackers make the team. They like they like both for different situations. So. You know, I was thinking maybe neither, but now I'm thinking both. Yeah. Uh, so Jared Norris has gotten yelled at a Jared lot Norris by the coaches this and year. Ben Jacobs. Well, Ben Jacobs is Ben Jacobs. He's is a, stay, he's, he's making a the team. Special teams yeah. stalwart. Right? He's the new Colin. You Jones. have to keep him in there. But yeah, Ben Jacobs is in danger, and maybe they'll take another spot from somewhere else to keep both those rookie linebackers. They like them both a lot, so mm-hmm. it could happen. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Andre Smith. Uh, yeah. Same thing, right? Same I mean, thing. Yeah. I've heard particularly that they like him on uh, the, the the blitzing packages. They like to, they like to see what they, uh, he can get to the quarterback, and uh, maybe we'll see some of that this preseason. That's a good nugget. I He told me that he played the tuba, and if he wasn't playing professional football, he might be a professional tuba player. That's what he told me. Respect. That's confidence, right? Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. there are not a lot of professional tuba players in the world. <sighs> How many? <laughs> Let's see. Let me Tell think. me what you really think about this let me, topic. Let me think about the tuba players that I know. <laughs> that was such a sigh. I couldn't even yeah. interpret what you meant by that yeah. sigh. Yeah. I assume it was because he was so I interested tuba, in that. Man. I love the tuba. I love the uh, whatever, some other brass, large brass. Inf- uh, uh, brass the uh, trombone? There's a tepper a- joke in here somewhere. Yeah, I yeah. was trying to get to that, and I was hoping you'd pick big up one brass of the big brass instruments. I get you. I got you. Because he loves Spitfire. Uh, yeah. Fire. <laughs> He loves New Orleans <laughs> jazz music. I get it. I understand. Oh, we, That's what we're saying. That's what we're New saying. Brass. He's a big fan of brass. All right. One yeah. more. Kendrick Norton. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You feel more strongly about the tuba than you do about him, I feel like. Yeah. You've seen the I've, tuba more. That's I've a got, one good reason. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I've, we're not going to talk about Ian Thomas? Yeah, I feel like we should talk about Ian we Thomas. We talked about Ian Thomas already, though. But do you want to talk more about Ian Thomas? Go ahead. Oh, here we go. <laughs> now, you, you, you said it. Let's hear I it. I don't have any, any opinion one way or the other about Norton. I have no idea. Yeah, no. I'm I think it's going to take some real contact yeah, I have no to idea. see what's going to happen. And what the limited time I've seen him in camp, I have no idea. Yeah. But he should get lots of playing time in preseason, you would think. Yeah, because right? they know. Well, I've, I would think that he's com- – I mean, he's really competing with Kyle Love and Kendrick – or Kyle Love and Vernon Butler, right? right? So right. you would think that they – well, think, like, why is KK Short even going right. to play? Like, I'm think, all set. Like, right. just – Put him on. Put him in sweats. On Just the bench. because of who's in front of him, he's a he's practice squad target right away, right? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I mean, he's seventh round pick. Put him on the practice squad. Let him develop. And if one of those guys gets hurt, or if Vernon Butler plays the way that he's played for the last two years, then maybe it's time to make Vernon that move. Butler is the machine blocking kicks, right? How many block kicks does that guy have? Is that true? Yeah. Oh, that I don't know. Every time there's a block kick, it's Vernon Butler. I yeah, you are saying things I do not know. Am I right? To. I want to say that's right. Someone okay, so <laughs> someone tweet. I might just may, be making shit up right now. I'm not sure, um, but I want to say Vernon Butler has had some tipped special teams. He's definitely had one. Yeah, well, I want to say more than one. If he's had one, I want to say more than one. I want to say he's had, had at least two or three. All right, fair enough. I that's didn't know I that. Feels so. like it's been so long since we've had good special. Would you teams say he's had one? One. Sorry. The goal is two. Did you say you call you call him V butt? V butt. Yeah, we play pool on the weekends. So I'll, I, I'll give you ten dollars if you call him V butt right to his face. <laughs> <laughs> like legitimately, like as he's What's walking up, by. Sup V butt. Sup V butt. 
I called David Mayo DM once because yeah. uh, yeah. uh, he was standing next to TD, him, right? and I was like, sub TD, and then right. I was like, sub DM, and he was like, what did you just call me? And I was like, uh, David Mayo, all right, I'll see you later. Have a good right. one. Thank you. Nice to meet you, you, sir. I'm a big fan of your Instagram. Yep. <laughs> well, if you're doing the math, you're up to a potential $110. Here we go. So. I'll tell you what, that's more than I'm making a week. Let's, do, let's make this happen. Mm-hmm. Things are happening. We still have a good twenty minutes too. So do we have any more, more rookie talk? Let's talk more rookies. Who else do we have? Do you, you guys have talked a lot of DJ Moore. You don't yeah. talk about DJ Moore. I mean, we okay. can. What do you no. want to talk about him? Nothing. I don't, want to say I don't know if he's. <laughs> I, you th- fine. I don't even to say that. <laughs> you think he's going to get a lot? Of, you think he's going to get a ton of playing time? Okay, so. I mean, what can you really say about him? He looks oh. like the most. See, this is what I. This he is looks what like the most complete receiver the Panthers have drafted, and since I don't know how, but that's not saying much. They've drafted. Who? Yeah. Like, so, like, they drafted Devin Funches, who was as green as green gets. He played, what, one year of wide receiver in college, mm-hmm. so you couldn't expect mm-hmm. much from him. Like, he looks like an NFL receiver. Fine. Yeah. Cool. I, so you want as a, as a late first round. Do you think that he's the most complete wide receiver on the Carolina Panthers roster right now? No. No. Okay. I'm just I'm, no, I'm, I'm asking t- questions. I think Torrey Smith is a decent player. I think you'll see Torrey Smith a lot this year. Yeah, I and agree. Cam have seemed to strike something that I think people are being interested in. I think Jerry's right. He's going to get uh, more looks than people are ready for. Yeah, people are thinking, oh, he might not even make the team. No, Torrey Smith is making the team. He's going to be a big part Who's of it. Who's saying that? I've seen it. I've seen it on the Twitter machine. He's uh, got the unverified contract, and uh, you yeah, can save yeah, you cap can just, room if right. you... Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. No, he's people are overthinking it. No, Ron loves him. He's good for the team. He's great for the community. So mm. he's here. How That's do you true. feel about Chris Fry, our podcast favorite player? Who? <laughs> Again, who? He's, he's <laughs> invisible. I have no idea. <laughs> he's probably in this room right now. We just don't really? know it. No. Chris Fry. Chris Fry. Hey, y'all talking about me. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Yeah. I don't know why. That was, that was a weird voice for Chris Fry. That's not what he sounds like, just to be clear. Sounds a lot cooler than that. I was going to say, now I have that voice in my head, so. Yeah. We're going to have to yeah. have him on the podcast so I know what he actually sounds like. Have he, you talked about Jarius Wright at all on this podcast? I tried to bring him up, but you <laughs> talk, You thought I was talking about Torrey Smith. <laughs> oh, when was this? 45 seconds yeah, ago. Yeah, it was. Oh, Jesus. Sorry about <laughs> that. Have <one>. another beer. <laughs> <laughs> no, and he said, he said Wright not make the team, and you interpreted it as Smith not make the team. Oh, my so God. So he tried to I say I thought you said might not make the team. I probably did. That's my did. fault. Uh, well, that's my no, fault, buddy. I mean, obviously, it's your Listen, fault. But we'll hug it out later. Don't that's worry why we got it. the cans on, dog. Jerry's right. Makes everything. the team, right? Yeah, of There's course. no way he doesn't. He's been Third getting a ton machine. of a ton of catches this uh, during training camp, which I know everybody's like, "Oh, don't pay attention." But like, he has gotten so many that it has made me stand up and pay attention. Not in the like, yeah, he's getting a few catches here right. and there. Like, it feels like there there were times last during the first week of camp when I was like, "Man, DJ Moore's getting a lot of catches," but it's not more. It's right. Right, because they were thirteen and twelve, and they're on. Yeah, they're right, on who, the who ends up the season top three in receptions among wide receivers? Among wide receivers, that's a good caveat. Yeah, thank there, you, sir. Yep. Oh. Thank you. You didn't get to name just one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Olsen and McCaffrey. Uh, wide receivers is going to be uh, more. Well, no, do you have to have it in order? It's your world. I'll go Smith, Wright, more. Three, oh. two, one. Wow, I'll go Funchess. Right. Smith. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Funch, has Funches looked great this camp? No. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's had a particularly good camp no, at all. I don't think so either. Sorry, Devin. No, but he. Uh, it doesn't mean that he can't be good in the regular season. Right. But yeah, you were you were telling me the other, day, the other day that you expect, like for a guy in his position, contract year, mm-hmm. right? What's his fourth year? Yeah. Fourth year? Mm-hmm. He's not new anymore. He should be out there dominating and yep. he's not he no. looks as good as the other guys mm-hmm. and you want him to look a whole lot better than everyone else in the field and he doesn't look a whole lot better than everyone else in the field then that means he's not a number one receiver right and so, so the question is do you pay this guy a huge amount of money for next year and the years beyond no i don't know you can replace him pretty easily no i i don't think so and particularly not if you think dj moore has a has a higher ceiling. Yeah, I think he definitely has a higher ceiling. I don't think there's any question there. Because if if he has a higher ceiling, like operating under that assumption, you pay Funches how soon until Moore right. passes him, and now you're paying how Moore much Moore looks like Funches in his third year. Like, he's he looks legitimate. So, for me, you got Moore for five years for cheap. That's a number one receiver right there, buddy. If you can make that happen, you go with it. 
Yeah, no, it's it's. You want to ride that horse all the way, and especially because you have a veteran quarterback. It's, I thought you, know, you were. I thought you were looking right into the camera. I just assumed you had found the camera oh, this for is your catchphrase. I'm having a good time. You guys are fun folks. Good. Oh, that's exciting. We like to provide a good atmosphere mm-hmm. with lots mm-hmm. of Creed. Maybe I'll just play some Creed underneath the uh, underneath just the podcast. Creed. I could do little. my own version. If you oh yeah, a few different riffs. Well, I think we've I think we've heard it. <laughs> I can do it. So. This podcast will just be replaced with you singing Creed the whole time. Yeah. So shifting gears a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, Steve Smith with the article that Who? came out this week. <laughs> Who? Solid, solid joke. Yes. Gonna, every time it just just slays me. Steve Smith, former Panther. Yes, maybe you've heard of him. Mm-hmm. I believe former NFL 89? player is how Agent he prefers to that be. Is, mm-hmm. That is actually true. Um, opened up with his uh, battle with depression. Sure. Something that's really making headlines a lot lately when we're looking at what's happening in the world and you read some of these news stories and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It needs to be a conversation that's happening more. How prevalent is this problem right now I think it's in huge. the NFL, specifically in the NFL? I don't think it's any more prevalent in the NFL than everywhere else. I think a huge amount of us... You want to hear why I think that's happening? Because everyone's on their damn phone all day. No one's talking to each other anymore. There's no human interaction between people. I don't want to talk to people on the phone. I want to check my messages. Don't come to me face-to-face. It's ridiculous. And that, that's, that's, we're losing part of our humanity there. Even our music's reflected that. If you look at our music, how much of the popular music of the day is actually human? There's people talking, but they're talking through a computer. Like We don't even like our music anymore to sound human. So uh, it's just, to me... <laughs> I'm, I'm getting off on a weird tangent here. So, yeah, no, I'm, I love this tangent. I'm excited. <laughs> I like it. So for me, the the further we get from connecting with one another, the more and more depression is going to happen because we are we are primates. We are a social species. If you look at any primate across the world, they're all social. They all hang out in families. They all hug. They all do all these. You know, they're always together. And the more we separate from each other. I think you'll see to see more and more depression. You'll see more and more issues psychologically, and it's sad. And I think people should probably put away their devices every once in a while and, and try to connect with someone. Okay, so I'll have another beer and get off that, <laughs> yeah. that tangent. That, the beer makes you less depressed, right? I think yeah. that's how it works. I memorized that before I got here. Yeah. So, <laughs> so planned soliloquy. So. Yeah, so yeah. that's what I think it is, man. I think it's just we're losing part of our humanity with all the technology that's coming out. I mean, it takes social media. Is social media real? No. Social media is a video game. Social media is a video. None of it's real. When you see someone on social media posting a selfie about how happy they are, I guarantee you they were not happy before they took that picture. Promise you that. I was sitting in a bar the other day. These these three ladies were beside me, and I was just sort of watching them. And they were not happy until the phone came out to take selfies. And it, it just seemed like a video game. It seemed like, okay, we're miserable, but hey, let's just show people how happy you are. Everyone smile take this selfie and and it just kind of speaks to if you know they could be depressed like and it's just it's just i think people just need more connection in their lives like real connection social media doesn't count texting doesn't count put away the phones start talking to people i think things will get better i also think that it's time it, it's good that people are discussing it because i don't think i think depression is is a very broad term right you know and I, and i think there's a lot more within depression that is still yet to be discovered and, and, and the way it manifests itself within sure. individuals. And I think because it's been stigmatized so much that it, it, it's really crippled the conversation and, beca- and, and it unfortunately makes it so people don't get help, you know, sooner right. and, and, and quicker because it is something that you're taught to be ashamed of. Yeah, and I, I think it ha- a lot of it has to do with society that we're in. I think other societies that don't place emphasis so much on quote-unquote success um, don't have as many issues like, uh, you know, you're expected here to maintain middle management somewhere and sort of um, and, and have a certain status quo financially and that sort of thing. And, and to rely on that for some sort of happiness in your life just won't happen. I think other civilizations across the world who maybe don't have that, their, their idea of happiness is having a nice family and having a community. I think depression is probably a lot less with those folks. So I, I think... For me, it's just sort of we've gotten out of whack in this country about what's important and what really means something here. 
Um, this is way too deep for a sports podcast. I will shut up now. I don't think it's way too I deep am at the all. Militant vegan of the yeah. podcast. <laughs> you brought <laughs> up the social media <laughs> aspect, which I think is such an important piece of it because it's everyone, not real. everyone on social media, it's a reality that you create right. and what you want people to think. But a lot of times, right. it's not that reality. Right. Like, like you said, it needs to be connecting with these people and really talking right. about the people in your life to know what is really going right. on. My, me on social media is a complete character of me. It's not me. I'm, I'm a huge a-hole on social media. <laughs> it's because I think it's funny. My social media is for my own amusement, and that's it. Right. Anyone that talks to me is like, whoa, wait a minute. You're not a huge a-hole. Hopefully they say that. But, you know, I just think take anything you see on social media with a grain of salt, man. Yep. None of it is real. None of it is real. You have no idea what's happening in these people's lives behind the, behind the scenes. So, uh, Steve Smith, I applaud you for bringing awareness to depression. I think it's a real serious issue. Mm -hmm. Um, And the stigma for it should be absolutely gone. No one should have any sort of strange feelings if you you find other friends depressed. um, No weird feelings about that at all. Just do whatever you can to help. Well, it's it's a mental health issue, and I think that a lot of people can get caught up in, like, they think that it's so dumb that in our society that people think that mental health is not a real disease. Like right. if you, if you broke your leg, nobody be like, well, I can't believe you're wearing a cast and right. taking painkillers because your leg's broken. But if you're depressed and you're taking right. mood, mood stabilizers or, or, right. you know, going to see a uh, therapist, people are like, Oh, hmm. right. Do you know how many hugs I gave out at training camp? I get, <laughs> I offer every year before training camp to pass out hugs to people. If you see me at training camp, come up, give me a hug. I got a ton of hugs at training camp. It just tells me people want a connection. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't know these folks. But <laughs> well, I, I, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Who wouldn't want to hug you? I mean, I mean, bring it in. Let's go. You know, I think people are they out there. They thought you were Max Henson. <laughs> 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 Sorry. <laughs> Could have been. That's actually a good point. You yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I just think people are looking for real connection. I think it's sad that, that mental illness in this society is on the, on the rise. And I think it's no, no uh, accident that. You know, the country is going the way it is and technology is going the way it is that you'll keep seeing it rising. Hopefully, like, I hope and pray that my kids, the generation of my kids, will see all this technology and think, eh, this isn't all it's cracked up to be. Let's go the other route. Right. And it, it's it's going to happen. Like, we're in a, so society is a pendulum, right? And so we're at a pendulum now where everything is online, everything's social. The music sucks because it's all electronic. There's no actual human part of it there's not enough everything grief. is so perfect each beat is so perfect it's just ridiculous so that pendulum is going to swing back and kids hopefully my kids generation or maybe after that will saying okay well let's get back to what makes people people you know what what, what about our imperfections make things special so okay i'll yep. have a beer <laughs> and we uh, finally have time let's for, talk panthers yeah well no we're going to play a game that. instead. Okay, we're going to talk Panthers. Yes. Oh, no, wait. We're going to talk. What, are we, what is this part? Oh, you look so terrified right now. <laughs> it's fine. Finish your beer. Okay. We're, we're calling this Ya Basic. Yes. Ya Basic. Oh, jeepers. I'm ya so basic. excited. I came up oh, with this game in the shower. So Josh I'm came up with this in the shower, it. apparently. Uh huh. Josh, we're going to let you go first then, since you came up with this game. Sure. So basically, the object of Ya Basic mm-hmm. is um, you, everyone's a winner, except for. Um, <laughs> Whoever we decide is the most basic. So uh, basically, whatever, you say something that's grinding your gears, mm-hmm. that you're griping about, mm-hmm. and then as long as you just finish up with a f- solid you basic, then y- then you win. So I will tell you this. Uh, I'm traveling to Buffalo in the morning. Yeah. And uh, oh, you basic. Yeah, no, it's it's getting <laughs> there. That See, that was, was pretty this good. All set up <laughs> that was good. Like, and I'm leaving this town. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Buffalo's joint. great, man. I love Buffalo. Oh, it's great. And I tried to do some research on the best wings but in Buffalo because it's like Buffalo wings. That's what I want to do when I go up to Buffalo is I want to eat wings. They have good beer And up there. they do have good beer. I'm excited mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. But they, the problem is is all of these lists don't have a solid like number one. You would think, that, okay, so if you're going to Philly, there mm-hmm. are like landmark cheesesteak places. I mm-hmm. get it. They're not the best, whatever. They're Pats and Geno's. They ketchup on it. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. or like if you're going to Chicago, it's like okay, you can go Hot to Lou Malnati's, or you can go to Gino's, or you can go to Portillo's. Mm-hmm. But when you go to when you like Google Buffalo Best Wings, it's like eighty different places, and mm-hmm. I need one specific place that is the best place to get wings in Buffalo. So lists of best wings in Buffalo on the internet, you basic. <laughs> Show me where I need to go. 
I'm going to one place that was not that I don't even know. Oh, Maybe it's not dude. even the best. It was best did on you, one of the lists. Did you perhaps Yelp it? Oh. There is an app you can use. <laughs> no. If only there what was an that? app that would tell you the best restaurants around yeah. where people could write reviews. Every now uh, yeah, that's great, but I am <laughs> I am I have one chance at these wings. I have one chance at wings. No, I think I think Josh's uh, search <laughs> skills, you basic. Oh. Am, I, am I doing it right? Am I doing it right? I think You're doing so. it, okay. I yeah. think so. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Does anybody want, else want to go? Because that was it. I just basically just wanted to get that rant so out, the, off the, my chest. The idea is, is, is come, some, come up with something that has some sort of shortcoming. Yeah. And then and and be then, angry at that. Yeah, exactly. And, and then, then tell it it is basic. Exactly. <laughs> That's the that's the gist of it. It's an uplifting. Is segment. this exactly what you were just talking about with the depression? You are basic. <laughs> this game, you basic. <laughs> were you listening to say I don't know Columbus podcast morning with nonsensical radio? games to end this? Sh- no, I'm just, just kidding. This cool game. I oh, wish. No. I wish you, I had something. I, uh, Nikki should go. Nikki, do you have something uh, basic? Oh yeah. <laughs> Nikki, what do you got? I, I'm so thrown off. Well, I almost ran over one of those beautiful uh, trash bikes. What are they called? The, the, the line oh, bikes? There's like five of them. Yes, yeah. the dockless biking stations. That Whatever they're called. Dockless biking stations or I think whatever. that's what they're, is called, that what they're yeah. called. Whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I guess it's not a biking station since it's dockless, but they're everywhere. I'm in the uh, garbage neighborhood for them. The cemetery, if you will, where mm-hmm. they go to die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dockless bikes, you're basic. Mm, see, that's how you play right there. Is you, just, you have a little bit of a paragraph, and then you say it in one word. Mm-hmm. You're basic. You're basic. I'm officially on Team Scooter. Get the bikes out. Yeah, the scooters are dope. They're they're going to talking about are they motorized the uptown scooters and uptown yeah, bikes I've not seen they're them. motorized scooters and they're awesome they cost like fifteen cents a minute I think so if you're taking a little like ten minute jaunt from here to jaunt. my house then the buck fifty Dunskis mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. interesting and they go <laughs> they go too J- Jeremy they go too fast for the sidewalk and they go too slow for the road right that is true so it's 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 great okay uh, if only there was some sort of word that you could use to sum up your opinion on the bikes. Oh no! And the no, scooters. No, see, I'm anti-bike because I just think those are litter. Oh. They um, are. They're litter bikes. They're just litter That's bikes. That's the term I was looking for. Litter yeah. bikes. But the scooters, smaller footprint. I think it. I think it has uptown utility. I'm on team scooter. All right. Mm-hmm. But but mm-hmm. bikes. Yeah, basic. See, that's <laughs> see. This game is fun. This game is fun. Okay, I, like I have it. So, I have something. Oh, yes. great. I experienced this recently. Uh oh. <laughs> so I'm taking my daughter to Florida to visit my folks. And uh, it's just me and her, and uh, she's five. And uh, finding a family restroom mm. is freaking difficult. No one has family. Re- and you would think with the amount of people, singles, taking their children somewhere, like men with their daughters, where are we supposed to go? What do you do in that? Do you go in the men's or the women's? You got to go in the men's, right? You just kind of knock and see if there's anybody in there. Well, here's what I do. I, I, until recently, had a travel potty where she can just go in the back of the truck and mm-hmm. she can just sit on it. That sounds convenient. Men, that's my only choice. What am I supposed to do? Take her and have you seen the men's rooms? I kind of want that for myself. What? <laughs> yeah, it's not bad. You want me to take her in a men's room? Would you take a little girl into a men's room at a gas station? No. no. I barely go myself <laughs> no, into a men's room at a gas station. It's so, cleaner than the women's room, though. I'll probably oh, yeah. guarantee women's you that. Women's bathrooms even, are disgusting. Yeah, furthermore, but they always you would think though. places like restaurants have fam- just one family restroom. Yeah. Somewhere I can just take my daughter. It's fine. But no, they don't. And so for that... Yeah, basic. Mm, oh, that's I love it. That's fantastic. Well, that's the real. That's the real bathroom crisis. That is the, <laughs> there the we real go. bathroom crisis. crisis. Let's talk about family. Can we just have family restrooms everywhere? No, That'd be so we difficult. can't. Uh, we just just found out that we cannot do that. Apparently. Yeah, basic. Yeah, basic. Yeah, basic. That's the theme song. What else do we have? We're not done. Can't be done. We done, baby. I'm going we to eat done. a Beyond Burger. Oh, I have a lot more to say. You have all all the feelings oh, and all the thoughts. Let's just keep it rolling for the next thirty minutes. I got more thoughts. Jeremy, where can people find you on the uh, world they wide don't webs? Find me. <laughs> they don't want to find me, man. It's it's ridiculous. You can find me on the Twitter website. Just uh, you know, search for me. I don't search know. for the fire emoji. I have a website. <laughs> I have a, a Twitter. 
Do you want to name them, or are you just going <laughs> to... Man, they'll, they'll listen. Let's just not even name it. If they want to find me, they'll find me. Oh, man, that is that is an interesting <laughs> way to come on a podcast, but I respect you for it. Wow. Uh, I'm not even worried about you're it. You're basic. No, I'm basic. Josh, where can they find you? Plugging my own podcast, you're basic. Uh, <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh Klein Rules. You can find me next week. We're coming back with It Is What It Is. Player interviews and coaches interviews. Uh, the riotreport.com is all over good stuff. People write things that are smarter than me. Um, and I will be eating wings in Buffalo. So follow me on Twitter wings and I will let you know you, how they're buddy. good. Don't eat the wings. Well, okay. you know what? I'm I like make a, a delicious Buffalo cauliflower. You will. Oh man. I love Buffalo cauliflower. I'm like a nine. I'm like a 90 vegetarian. So See? like, I'm going to eat those. mostly vegetarian, but when I'm eat in those. Buffalo, I'm going to eat wings. You've got to have wings yeah, in Buffalo. With blue cheese, just to be Can't clear. Yes, yes, always blue cheese. Don't order ranch because they will laugh at you and probably throw it in your face. Who eats ranch with... Come on. Have Somebody. you done a vegan tailgate? Oh. No. Mm-mm. Oh. You can have that idea for your website that we're not talking about. <laughs> cool. Put it, put it on your website. We won't discuss. I well, haven't tailgated in years. I wish I could tailgate. Yeah. Oh, Meaning, I, I, yeah, it's the worst part of our job is not being able to tailgate. Right. Right. Or be drunk. I definitely never step stop by beforehand and drink a few. I've yeah. never done that. Why would you? Yeah, basic. Crazy. You can yep, just basic. you just blame it on the speed of the game, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> True. You basic. True. Colin, where can folks find you? Uh I am likewise on the on the Twitter, Colin <laughs> C L T. Uh and that, that about does it for me. Since Jeremy took my bit about <laughs> Oh my god. god. <laughs> Jeremy, and keep it together. Nikki, Jesus. This this is really derailed. I will mute you that so fast. That definitely was not me. I'm Nikki. Yeah. You can find me on Twitter, Nikki704, Instagram, Yeah Basic, Nikki Lee Wolf. You're listening to One Day Contract, part of the Riot Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Oh, wait, Carolina. wait, 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 wait. One we, more quick plug while we're uh-oh. doing plugs. Do it. Uh, next Saturday, which is August 18th, I'll be running in the Ortho Carolina Classic 5K, and I would encourage everybody to be run to run next to me. Don't talk to me while I run, though. I have my headphones in. I don't have, can't, I can't talk and run at the same time. But sign up to run. There's a Roaring Riot team, but you don't even have to sign up for that. Just get out there, run. It's for a great cause, and it's good for you. It's healthy. And you'll be able to recognize Josh if you're out there because he'll be running backwards <laughs> the whole way. And yep. if you would rather not run, just uh, get up with me, and we'll uh, drink and cheer on Josh and make signs and throw things at him. Drinking is good. Jeremy Igo, your one-day contract Oh, I love you guys up. so much. Oh, this was amazing. Girl. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. oh, yeah. <laughs> when dreaming, all the heaven's on the way. Time and time again. Yeah, yeah, yeah.